whatever, man. Hey, thanks for joining. We're back for another round. This is like episode nine. We're getting ready to pop ten, which to me is like the podcast cherry. Well, sure. Okay. Hey. I'm Chad. I'm Chuck. Let's do this. Let's do this, man. We're not, we don't come on, come right? On. No guests today. Uh we had Cody last week. That was pretty cool. We touched on a little bit about marriage. I think he's scared. Is he still with the girl he's with? Or Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's right over here. He's actually helping us out today. We're just fucking He's our it. tech guy now. He got promoted to yeah. tech. Actually got demoted because his old lady won't let him back on the show. Yeah. She, <laughs> said, she said, you are not going with your dad ever again. <laughs> ever. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, I think we're going to have a good show today. I got, I got a few things I want to talk about that's really going to bring people like, I don't know what I would do. Hey, reach back and shut that for me right there, would you? Other one. Other one. Uh, now pull it back over there. Sorry, our production. This, yeah, that's good. Thank you. That's fine. Anyway, um. So, yeah, we're going to have... I've been watching this show alone. Okay. So, I, I'd like to talk about that a little bit. And I know you got a bunch of shit to talk about. Um, well, hit it. Go ahead. Alone? What do you got? Let's dig into Alone. Yeah, pull what up Alone. Got? Okay, so, do you know much about this show? No. Okay, I, I think what I watched was the last season. I'm sure a lot of you guys know what it is, but it's... They take 10 people, and this was in British Columbia... And dropped him off. Ooh, that's bear country. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> Grizzly bear, black bear. My buddy lives there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, so they drop him off in these remote deal. And they give him certain things. Like, they got pretty much warm weather clothes, pretty much. A sleeping bag. They give him a saw. They got, like, three cameras with them. So the bare bones, the basic survival gear. Uh, Bear spray. And like a bear noisemaker or something, deterrent. And then they get to pick 10 items. Like, do I want to pick a Leatherman's tool? Do I want to pick a... They get 10 matches, flint, you know, whatever. You right. got it. So, um, and that's it. They're dropped off. Good luck. And then they got this button they push, like satellite phone, when they want to tap out. So how long have they got to be out there? It's till the last one. Oh, till somebody till yeah, they all I tap think, out? I don't... Maybe 120 days. I kept hearing 120, or I got to make it 90, but it's usually to the last person, and they never make it close to 90 days. Like, I don't know why. A lot of it, you know, a lot of people tap out because they miss their family. There's like two or three of them that miss their family, mm -hmm. and they, the loneliness, they freaked out. Hunger was the big one. Like these people didn't really couldn't fish, and they were trying to live off berries and stuff. Was that the last season, the British Columbia one? Mm -mm. The other one, Chilto Lake, right above it. Yeah. yeah, right there, season eight. Season eight. That's the one I watched, and uh, <clears throat> this dude. Listen, this dude built a boat, bro. Like, out of, like, tarp and, you know, stick. Every one of these people, though, I've noticed, they're not, like, we're survivalists. We could go. These people, it's, like, all they've been doing for, like, 30 years or 20 years has been living out. Like, one chick was 
her gig was she made primitive tools. Yeah, so, that's like uh, naked and afraid. It is, but I, you don't have to look at the crack of their ass. Right. The but I, what I'm saying is, is I, I watched some of that <clears throat> when it first came out, and they, you know, they introduce you to these people, and they're like, "This dude is a, you know, a, a survivalist specialist teacher. He holds classes. He was the first cat to tap." Yeah, that's why I mean, this one guy, he, listen, lived in Alaska, and he taught survival outdoors. Right, that's what this dude did. And he was the first one to tap out. He made a boat. He was fucking smoking fish, like jerky. Right. I thought, this dude's going to make it. Right. Got one. No, they made him leave, because they come in and do checks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're losing a lot of body weight and shit, and he, health-wise, he, they made him quit. I forgot. He didn't tap out. But the guy that won was the first one to kill a deer. And he smoked all that shit. Yeah. And had jerky. Yeah. You smoked the whole thing. Dude, he was was all full. You know, I mean, he had plenty of food and let him work on other shit. Like he was making a pier to go out. I think that was a dude. Salt your fish and hang it to dry. It'll dehydrate. That lasts forever. Yeah. But this one girl, I thought she was going to make it. Because she made like this, it was called like a whole, I can't remember what they called it. Um, Does it show you, like, can you go to like season eight and it shows you the characters? She made this like hut that was. Just type in cast of season eight. It's like, um, like in the ground. Like half of it was in the ground and shit. Uh It was badass, but. Uh, that Colder Barnes, that's the dude that had to build the boat. I think the guy that won it was Clay. Click on that link at the that bottom. That dude right there. Um, that That's the dude that built the boat. I thought he was going to win it. He taught survival school. Um... Jordan, he ended up leaving, man. That dude built a pretty bad log cabin. It was pretty badass. I can't remember that dude's name, but he he made it a little while. He, I think he had a two and a half year old daughter that died like a oh, year ago, and he's so, doing that. Yeah, he like missed his family. I think so. He pretty much left. Hey, man, you might. Hey, Cody, you might do me a favor. Every now and then, check. Uh, that camera right there, just to make sure it's running. That's the one I've been having problems with. Thank you. Um, yeah, so he, I think he missed his wife and his other kids. So I, I understand that. Sure. He, he built like a pier to go out on. Yeah. To put like a trot line and shit. Michelle, education consultant. I think that's the chick that health wise she tapped out. But anyway, Clay, there's the guy that won right there, I think. Yeah, he, he was, uh, look, uh, made, his, made his own bows. So he was pretty good with the bow. Like, they have this grouse. You know what grouse is? Oh, yeah. They're good. They taste good. Yeah. I that that was the first grouse. thing he killed. Hey, right out of the tree. Oh, yeah. Pink. So he, and then he went hunting for deer. He knew he had to get some meat, man. Yeah, you gotta and, have and a lot of those women, that girl right there, I thought was going to win it. Just 
because of her shelter if it made it to the winter uh-huh like when it was real real cold like another 30 days she her her stuff was pretty tight but she couldn't she couldn't get any fish or nothing really yeah if you don't have protein you're not gonna last long who's this chick rose oh this chick had blonde hair she made it pretty decent but she got hungry Yeah, she had older kids, but she, I mean, she was pretty smart. It showed her, like, it showed them what they did. I mean, she was hunting big game and yeah. skinning rabbits and, you know what I mean? So, that, what was that dude? I can't remember him. Nate. Oh, yeah. He was a retired Army guy. Said he was a homesteader. Um, yeah. He was pretty cool. He, he uh, I think he, um... I think he had to tap out, maybe. But I thought that guy, because he started losing a bunch of weight. That dude right there, he was one of the last, like the second to last dude. He had like his bone going through his nose and shit. He was pretty, I think he made, does it say right there, didn't he make the primitive tools or Stone Age tools or no? No, that was the girl. Was that the girl? Yeah, yeah okay, you saw that. Not the one on the right. <laughs> I bet she could make some Stone Age tools. Oh, God, what was that? Right down there on the right. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, no makeup photos. No, thanks. So what interests you about the show? What made you want to start watching? Okay, so I, I'm watching. You know, when you're watching this, you're like, man, I wouldn't have done that, man. I would Fuck that. I wouldn't have wasted my... You know what I mean? You right. have your own idea. Right. And then you start thinking, these people have, like, really done this for fun. Like, it's what they do for fun wherever they live. But I'm thinking, I feel like I could make it a little longer than some of those people. Because, like, I felt like they were wasting their calories and shit on stuff they shouldn't have been wasting it on. Like, first thing's food. Like, the smoker, getting that shit, you're, I'm going after food shelter a little bit of a shelter to stay off the rain but it wasn't that cold food and fire is the most important thing and then and, uh, oh here's the whole other element the fucking grizzly bears oh yeah like this dude's fishing gets out of the water and here comes one and just kept coming he kept having to blow this horn and it finally went away but that was not that was kind of getting to hibernation but Right before hibernation, they get hungry. <laughs> and going to sleep every night knowing that uh, there's things out there that want to eat you. Yeah, that was a lot of things because they'd be like, did you hear that? you hear the twigs making here. You'd hear them snorting and shit. Well, man, if that bear, I mean, they had bear repellent. I don't know how, I think I was just going to piss them off if they're hungry. What do you think? I don't know. I've never fooled with a bear, and I don't plan on it. My buddy wants me to come up and go bear hunting in Canada with him all the time. He Every spring, Fuck. dude, you got to get up here. We got to go bear hunting. He sends me all these pictures. And, you know. Right. Uh, there, Look at the bear spray right there. Does it work? The short answer is yes. Depends on the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Numerous studies have shown bear spray to be among the most effective ways to stop an aggressive bear. 
I'm thinking a Glock and a lot of lead. Yeah, I'm thinking. So are you hooked on the show? Dude, I'm so hooked on it because I want to see some of the other places they go. Like, that was a pretty rough terrain with the Grizzly. That threw a whole nother element into it. Because, you know, you're, that dude was hunting through the woods and with a bow. And that... That's what I do. So... Not a stick bow. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. That would have been a whole different element for me. But I think I could have... As far as the aloneness, I think I could deal with that. Especially because, in my mind... You're out there for a contest. You're trying to win $500,000. Well, it's... But I guess you never know until you go, too. What do you... I mean, what do you think? Yeah. It's just like hunting. You know, I I posted one time. I wished... I wished people... (laughs) I wished people could witness the sunrises and the sunsets that I've witnessed Mm -hmm. sitting in a tree. Right. I mean... And you get you get in, and it, you know it's just for a day. I understand that. Don't beat me up. It's the whole different thing. Oh right, being right. out there for right. 190 days. But you're really not alone, right? I mean, if you get in tune with everything that's going on around you, that will consume your day. Right. I agree with that. Like them being busy the whole time. Yeah. I mean, you're. You're having to survive. Yeah. So, you know, it's basically like going to the grocery store for eight hours a day. Right. <laughs> You've got to forage and hunt. And so, and, but I mean, you, you just, you got to get in tune with what's going on around you. And it, it takes your mind into a different world. Yeah. You know, and that's what I, I think that's one of the biggest aspects of hunting that I like is, you know, I'm sitting out there, whether I'm with, cody or you know missy goes with me or it's just me you know i i'm not in my phone i'm really not thinking about anything much just you and nature yeah i'm just i'm tuned in i'm watching the birds the squirrels yeah you know all the noises you hear and just i don't know just you go to this place man and it's just it's spiritual it really is and especially when you harvest an animal right you know, I that nobody can explain it better than Ted Nugent. Oh yeah, he's I like him, man. I watch him a lot. When he when he discusses or when he talks about being in tune with nature mm-hmm. and um, you know harvesting an animal, yeah, it's it, there's nothing like it. Oh, I know. When I uh, hunted in north northern Florida on the Panhandle, there, mm-hmm. um, I remember one season I watched these beavers built a dam yeah i would have never saw i mean you know i mean they were like right there that's like and i couldn't wait to get there to watch them start i didn't give a shit about the deer at that point you know what i mean right it was like it was so and those beaver they never stopped working from sun i mean i never seen them like stop it was a constant right take drag it was amazing dude but yeah like what you're saying it's sometimes you see shit like that and it's like wow there's some people that have never seen a sunrise or a sunset right they're either at work or in bed yeah and they just they have no idea the beauty of it yeah 
I agree, man. It's uh, some people might not like the killing aspect, but I always say just get a tree stand, just go up there and set. Yeah. Even if you don't want to kill anything. Yeah. Because you'll well, t- you do that. You do a lot of that when you're a deer hunter because it's just, you're scouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to figure out these animals and then put get- to put you in the best position possible to be successful. So there's a lot of times where you're sitting in a truck with binoculars, mm-hmm. scouting, watching. Sometimes then if you get a spot where you think you're going to be hooked up, yeah, you throw a tree stand up, go out there and sit for a morning and an afternoon. Right. Just to, to check it out. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I'll have to watch it. Yeah, watch that show because... I'm just curious if you think you can do it. Like, there's times I was like, man, I wouldn't have thought about that. You know what I mean? Like, you you definitely have to do your research. And here's a here's another thing I believe. I don't know. We can maybe look this up. I don't think they know. Like, what are the rules? Like, I don't think they know where they're going. Right. So you can't study the forage and the foliage, I mean, and, you know, what you can eat, what you can't eat. But uh, see, it's simple. Whatever the birds or bears are eating, yeah, yeah. you can eat. Yeah. But that puts a whole other challenge on it. Think about it. Well, sure. Um, like, I felt like that guy that lived in Alaska had a big advantage because he's looking at the same trees, bushes, you know what I mean? So he... And he knew what to use for that boat, for the bow of it, mm-hmm. and the skeleton part of it. Right. Um, he was the only one that built a boat, and but he just didn't seem like he got much fish or anything. I thought, why is he not setting traps across the lake? And, like, this one guy was trapping hair. So, that guy that won. So, I mean, he was, he was definitely... Not going to go hungry. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I want to see what, um, here's one thing about it too. The cameras, they always had cameras. Mm-hmm. So they had to set those up, then start building. What charged the batteries? Cause they were GoPros. They don't last that long. Right. The whole production staff's just right up the street. It's got, they got to like drop. I mean, they probably have like these little charger packs or something. Oh, yeah. There's a lot behind it you don't see. Yeah. That's what I always want about it. But check it out. I will. We won't stick on it too much longer. And if you're out there, check out alone. I'd like to see if you could handle it. Um, Personally, I think I could go 30 days right now. I could go 30 days. Yeah. So you watch it. Tell me how long you think you could go. Um, I don't know, Cody. Do you think I could do it? Yeah. 30 days? Yeah, how long do you think I'd make it? Five, six hours? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it gets... It, Yeah, the terrain. Yeah, walking a lot. Of, right. Yeah, that, that's a see. That's an element I never even thought about, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, I, I never thought about that. Right. The train, the you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to be in somewhat of shape because the air is gonna be thinner. Oh yeah, you know if you're. Yeah, yeah, I could, and yeah. most of those Cody people, found... you could tell they were they were in shape. Most of you know what I mean. You could tell they were hiking and. Well, look how good shape he's in, and when he went snowmobiling up there by Yellowstone this last uh-huh. winter, that he said the the climate, the air, you just can't feel like getting breath. He said yeah. he kicked his ass for the first two or three oh, days. Oh, I bet, dude. That elevation changed, motherfucker. Yeah, so, yeah. But anyway, check out Alone. It's pretty cool. I, I Like I said, I watched season eight. There's nine seasons, I think it was. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to check. Start it. I'm checking out the other ones because I'm dying to see some of those other places they went. So what else you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you got, man? What do you got? Let's see here. I don't know if I got much else, man. I was going to talk about shit. I was going to, honestly, I was going to get into, do you guys watch any of the boxing or UFC or? No, not really. I used to. Yeah. I was going to get into a little bit of that, but what about you? What do you got going on? Oh, I got several things on here I want to talk about. Well, we'll just bring one up. I'm pretty much cashed out on mine, you know. Okay. Uh, News wise. News. Let's talk about it. Hit the uh, cord down there. Fuck. How's that? Yeah. So, news. News. And th- this has nothing to do, This what I'm about to talk about has, I, I'm, I want to be up front, right? I'm all for it. All for it. All you for heard it. that now. But with that being said, you know, we're sending all this money to Ukraine. Right. They're in the middle of a war. Yeah. They're fighting for their lives. Right. Their government is getting ready to pass a law that allows same-sex marriage. During a war? In the middle of a war. Why? (laughs) You're in the middle of a war. Who has time to be writing laws? So stop and think about that for a minute. We're sending you tons of money. And you guys are considering same-sex marriage. Think about the state of America right now. Right. And all that's going on. And now this kind of stuff's getting kicked up over in Ukraine. So you don't think that there's no stipulations on the money that we're sending them? Right. Good point. Think about it. That's a good point. Yeah, I'll send you $50 million tomorrow, but you have to allow... Same-sex marriage. I guarantee you there's a stipulation behind it. 28,000, is that what it said? People signed the petition? So you, you tell me that in the middle of a war, this is top priority for your country right now. Right. Mm, no. I'm thinking not. Wow, so it's saying over 25,000 signatures automatically eligible for consideration by the president. Right. Who's got to respond in 10 days, which he's trying to keep his country from falling from the Russian army. Right. And he's got time for this. He's got 10 days. Which, like I said in the very beginning, I'm all for it. You should be able to marry whoever you want to marry. Right. That it's, it should, it, 
That should be anywhere. It shouldn't even be against a law. Right. Right. <laughs> it shouldn't even be a law. Right. But I'm telling you right now, there's been they're they're putting this this woke administration has put stipulations on the money that we're sending these people, and right. you and I are paying for it. Oh man, every day. I would love for him to come back and say, "I don't give a shit." The president Zelensky. It'd be nice he come back because I don't give a shit about this right now. I mean, that, it has been legal in Ukraine since 91. It's been legal. So at one point it was illegal. Right. Lawful. Oh, see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, I'm, my country's fighting for their lives. Right. And you're worried about same-sex marriage. Yeah, that's... And it's no. not just same-sex marriage. What if it was... Uh, gun control. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. It just, it, it, it just, there's, there's something more behind this. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, and I'm telling you, and I'm not, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I know it exists. Right. But I'm telling you right now, they're, they're, the money we're sending them, they're sending over there with stipulations. Yeah. It, like that. Do you think it's the U.S. trying to get that community here on board with helping them more since they're doing that and we're supporting them? And You see what I'm getting at that? Yeah, it, and here's my conspiracy side of it all. Wait till the midterms come out. Uh -huh. You're going to see a, a lot of stuff is going to come to light in the midterms. Because I guarantee you this is going to be one of the talking points. Hey, look what we did in Ukraine. We got same-sex right, marriage. Right. Yeah, you're so right. It's in their game plan. I know what they're doing. And it's like I've been telling. I've I've said it and again and again and again. And they, start, they tried to start it up, but it, it lost traction. Right around the midterms, I would say probably in September, late September, there's going to be another huge breakout of COVID, and we're going to have to lock down again. I, you're probably right. They they tried they started it with the monkeypox. I right? know the monkeypox, and they didn't get any traction out of it. Yeah, so pull that up. There's Bullshit. gonna there's gonna be something, something. Yeah, is gonna hit the bricks. Yeah, and you know. Late September, first of October, where you know you're going to have to mail in your ballots so we can run them through the machine five thousand times overnight, where nobody's watching. Right. <laughs> you know, your opponent, your opponent's up seven million votes, and then you know, in a matter of eight hours of sleep, you wake up and you're twelve million behind. Right. Okay. Monkeypox. What's it say? The history of monkeypox. Uh, They're saying it's no more than yeah. early seventies. Yeah. So I mean, you see what I mean? They're just pulling stuff. Yeah. No one's really heard of from the seventies, maybe. This I mean, they they bullshit. thought it was going to catch some traction, and it. It's not deadly. It just says you get a rash, isn't it? Yeah. Some scarring. It's like. 
It's like chicken pox or whatever. Lymph nodes enlarge. So what do you think? Do you think they're going to try and pull a rabbit out of their hat right around the midterm? They're going to have to do something. I was looking where like 90, over 90% of the voters under 30 that voted for Biden would not vote for him again. Well, yeah, he promised them all this free shit and he ain't delivered none right, of it. Right, right. <laughs> and these motherfuckers, you talk about us can't afford gas, they can't afford gas to go anywhere. You know what I mean? I saw a lady on TV the other day that said, thanks to inflation and Biden and all his bullshit, I'm, I'm a vegetarian now because I can't afford meat. It's the truth. She literally can't afford to buy meat. She has to buy vegetables. That's what everything's coming to. You got these people back here. They're self-sustained, pretty much. They're, yeah. That's what they're trying to do. They have chickens. They slaughter them. They got some for eggs. Yeah. Garden. I mean, I'll, rain troughs to catch rainwater. I mean, they're they're they got it going on back here. I don't blame them. But you're giving you're giving this country all this money, and he mm. basically said the other day in an interview that this is going to be infinite. I mean, yeah. we're just going to keep sending money and sending them money. Yeah. However much it takes, however long it takes, we're just going to keep dropping money on them. Oh, yeah. So why not drop some of that money here to help some of our people that are struggling? Right. I mean, you and I are very fortunate. We're getting by. Right. But we're, we're able to get by. Right. Some people aren't getting by. No. Some people are saying, should I eat or go to work? I mean... The, they, reported, my car. they reported the other day credit card use is so rampant right now because of the economy that these people are going to be in debt up to their eyeballs right. for life. For life. I mean, you're going to see bankruptcy lawyers are going to be banking money. No, man. <laughs> They'll probably change the bankruptcy laws. There'll be so much. Yeah, it's my money. I need it now. But... um. When I was in school, I had a buddy. His parents would file every seven years. Really? Oh, yeah. I've heard of people like that that do that. Every seven years. Charge up a bunch of shit. Yeah. Just seven years, seven years. They'd go out and get new cars, all this and all that. They just use it as a part of their financial plan, wasn't yeah. it? I don't see how they could ever got ahead. I don't either. They're always behind. Think about it. And then they break even. Yeah. And then they're behind again. Yeah. That'd be a... I, mentally, I couldn't do that. If it, you can get by, if you can get by on it, yeah, knock yourself out. But you're right; these bankruptcy lawyers are going to go fucking. They're going to be rich as fuck. So let's talk about something else. Yeah, yeah. Let's get on something more. Let's get on some exciting shit. Starbucks. What about it? You haven't seen this? Uh uh-uh. uh They're closing seventeen stores. That's it. Let's see, I got it wrote down so I didn't forget. Six in Seattle, six in Los Angeles, two in Portland, one in Philadelphia, and one in Washington. Why? Because crime is so rampant in these cities that they can't get anybody to work because they're afraid to go to work. People, homeless are hanging out in the lobbies, which run people off. People are just openly doing drugs, sitting there drinking a cup of coffee, openly doing drugs. Because the cops can't get there to do anything, or no, cops don't. The, the, in, the, in these cities, that they just think they don't care. Well, yeah, they don't care. They got time to mess the, with the cops. Care, but their hands are tied. Right. 
Yeah, that's uh, just just like I was watching this thing. This dude was at CVS, mm-hmm. and he was behind the counter, just putting yeah. stuff in a bag, and the people were standing there, you know, saying stuff to him, but they couldn't do nothing. He's yeah. like, "Get out of my way!" Yeah, because he knew no one was going to come, no one was going to. Yeah, that's like martial law type stuff where everyone's going to have to, you know. But yeah, they're closing these stores because the employees don't feel safe. And now they've implemented active shooter training for their employees. <laughs> so that now they can carry? I seriously doubt it. But just what to do if there's an active shooter in their store. Oh, uh, what to do. Yeah. I oh, I got you. Like training. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. you. Well, that's smart, I guess. But but you have to close stores because you, you have a business in a city. And people don't feel safe to go to work every day. Right. It's probably hard. No one wants to be a cop in Los Angeles. Do you know how many mental facilities we could build and staff with $80 billion that we just sent Ukraine? Right. Right. To help these people? Oh, man, dude. I know. Do you know how many homeless shelters you could build? That people with mental illnesses that can't get medicine or addicts. It's the new era of Starbucks. But don't get me wrong. I understand the big picture. Russia takes Ukraine. Next, they take Poland. Then they take, they try to take Germany. I mean, it's just like Hitler. Yeah. Once he got started, he kept going and going. Right, yeah. And we had to put an end to it. I get that aspect of it. Right. But if we've had all this money sitting around that we can just dump on them all of a sudden because they're in the shit. Right. Why wasn't that money used for people here? Right. Because it, it's just, I didn't know, but I think, I don't know what export that Ukraine is, but they're like the ar- largest export in like. Wheat? Is it wheat? Grain. Grain. Their ground's fertile and they have open ranges. And they, they but produce. they have all kinds look that of up? exports, dude. What's, like, what's the number one export? Magnesium. For yeah, iron ore. See. Yeah, so iron I, ore is number one. Number two is sun. I can't read it. I have my glasses on. Sun salt, sun, salt, cotton seed oil. Three is corn, and four is wheat. Sunflower. Isn't that what that says? Yeah. But look how much, 60% of the iron ore comes from them. 31.4% of wheat. So, they're, yeah, they're, that's is why. That, is that what we get from them, Cody, or is that just what they, that's, they just. I think that's what percent they give to the. You, do you ever watch Glenn Beck? No. Who, watch who it? watch Glenn Beck. He's got a podcast. Okay. Watch him, and if you scroll through a lot of his episodes, there's one on there about a, a coming famine, and he was talking about that, that all because of the fuel prices and this war and everything that comes out of Ukraine yeah. and other places, we're heading towards a famine. Ukraine's top 10 export item. Yeah, see that. 
77.8% of the overall value of its global shipments. But anyways, Starbucks. That's why we're sending them shit. Yeah, anyway. Starbucks. Starbucks, man. Fuck. Can you, can you believe that? I, I believe it. It's just like those CVSs. I don't know how they're able to stay open. If people just walk in and they're just taking shit off the counters and... That's why they got their shit locked up, like their liquor and shit's locked up in a lot of places now. And and fucking narcotics are in a safe. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, independent, I don't care. But those one, two, three, four, five cities that I just listed, that's the biggest Democratic cities around. Mm -hmm. I can't believe Chicago's not on there. It's not? Uh, but can you, I just I don't get that. I don't either, man. That's whew, that's some. You, de- you've, these people have let their city get to the point, right, where businesses have to close and they'll never reopen. No, no, it's and it's you're going to see more and more like that. Like I said, those drug stores are going to be like that, and where um, department stores, people are just walking in there. Like, I was watching this one. This lady was walking out with um, something like a sweeper or some bullshit. And they were chasing and yelling. And she started fucking smacking the shit out of the guy. And like, get away from me, man. And it's like, nothing they could done. The cops ain't going to show up, man. They Down the road, if they got them on video camera, if they want to fuck with it. But over, you figure over a $300 sweeper. They ain't gonna fuck. You think they're gonna have got time to fuck with that? When they're when they're probably got hundreds of um murders not solved or you know what I mean? Right. Or, you know they're probably going you know, they're probably got ten calls waiting on them when they clear one. And know? some of these states will pass laws now where you can steal as long as it's under a thousand dollars and not be prosecuted. What? Yeah. Look it up, Cody. Look that up real quick if you would, man. What's the law on that? I've not read the, I've not read the, uh, the bills on those, but it's it amounts to like if you're if you're if you steal, and it's under a thousand dollars, we're good, huh? Yeah. Class one misdemeanor. So it's a smack on the wrist. Petty theft. It's a smack on the wrist. You get a citation. And you don't have to return the shit. You get a fine, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So whatever you stole better be worth more than $2,500. <laughs> well, it can't be because it's going to be under 1000 Yeah. So that's where it fucks you at. California, you can steal with un- under a thousand dollars with no consequences. Under a thousand bucks, you could just go steal that shit. And- so every day, I'm going out and stealing nine hundred and ninety nine dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> Let's see. Today, I think I'll get me a. Is that per year or is that seventy five? I'll get a seventy five. When's that cap TV off? Today. Hey, when's that cap off? Is that per year? <laughs> I'm gonna go down the aisle, grab me a seventy five inch TV and a 
couple ribeye steaks yeah. per incident case of beer and head out the door yeah later see you tomorrow <laughs> yeah my name's brian blake yeah I'll be, I'll be back tomorrow yeah how many of these you got in stock again <laughs> yeah right right is crazy man oh man i can't get over it but anyway yeah so that's uh but i just it's a coffee shop man and you have to close it coffee and starbucks you think that's yuppie shit like in nice always in nice neighborhoods pretty much but yeah they're ever have you seen the starbucks in chicago uh-uh that's like six stories tall oh is it real popular oh my god yeah that's crazy but yeah anyway that's uh Starbucks closing because they can't get fuckers out of there. It's nuts. Oh, there it is. Jesus. Yeah, that's the Starbucks in Chicago. That's crazy. I've been by it. I've never been in it. That's wild. I wouldn't mind checking that out. I don't like Starbucks, but that looks pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, we're about wrapped up on this one, I think, for the day. How we can uh, start off and yeah, I got I got something else we'll touch on in our next episode that you and I have discussed before. And there's been some revelations. Revelations, okay. I can't wait to hear about those. Yeah, and it it's something that's close to my heart. Okay, good, good. I can't wait to hear about it. So yeah, awesome. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Whatever pod, uh, whatevermanpodcast.com. Check out the links. They're all on there. They're all of our sites, our social media. The links are all there. Check it out. Get some merch. Christmas is right around the corner. Yeah, man. That would be pretty cool to yeah. have stocking stuffers and shit like that. And I think I still got 15, 20% off with the come on promo code. Um, I had a guy reach out to me and said he had a hard time finding where to put the promo code. I think it's right at the end. Um, at checkout. Yeah, I'll I'll look um, just to make sure that's all looking good, the promo code. So, again, if you guys are having problems, just email me. Um, you know, the email's on there. Just yeah. you sh If you subscribe, just email us or let us know or yeah. shoot a comment yeah. and say, hey, man, I'm trying to order some shit. But Hit us up. Yeah, because we want know. you guys to have our gear. It's pretty cool, and we're going to be adding more as we go, different we'll make items. It, we'll make it right. Yeah, we'll make it right for sure. And, again, um, like and subscribe. Please comment. Yeah. Even if it's just, hey, good show. Yeah, we just like I to mean, hear what you guys think. Yeah, or, hey, man. It just, it, yeah. And like I said before, if you guys got some topics you want to hear us hit on or something you want to see us talk about, throw a comment down there. Yeah. And we'll put it together. Yeah, and for if sure. You, and if you want to come on and be a guest. Hey. I can tell you how to get here. Yeah, throw a shot out. Come on. Yeah, we'll, we'll put you on. Yeah, so... Hey, again, thanks for joining. Uh, thanks, Cody, for helping us out behind the scenes there. And we'll be seeing you guys soon. Come on. Come on.